0: Bloody Elbow presents the care, don't care podcast, the show that provides you with reactions to the most recent UFC event, then goes on to determine which fights are hot and which fights are not for the upcoming weekend's card. Paid Bloody Elbow podcast Substack subscribers will hear bonus content, if available, at the end of the broadcast. Be sure to subscribe at bloodyelbow.substack.com for our newsletter and at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com for our podcast network. Follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodyelbowblog, and as always on bloodyelbow.com. Thanks for listening. Here are your hosts, Steffi Haynes, Eugene S. Robinson, and John S. Nash.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Care, Don't Care, the show that previews the week's upcoming UFC events by determining which fights are hot and which fights are not. I'm Steffi Haynes and I'm joined by Eugene S. Robinson, author of Fight Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Ass Kicking But We're Afraid You Get Your Ass Kicked For Asking, and host of the Show Stomper podcast, co-host of the If The Shoe Fits podcast, an owner and operator of the Eugene S. Robinson Substack and the Bad Boss Brief. I'm also joined by John Nash, host of the Show Money podcast, co-host of the If the Shoe Fits podcast, owner and operator of the Hey Not the Face podcast, and Bloody Elbows chief financial columnist. Today, we are looking ahead to UFC 288. But first, let's let's lament on last night's card, where we basically got three good fights out of a card of 11. We all had, well, we all had the same care, but Eugene had an extra care. But before, you know, Saturday ever rolled around, his extra care ended up the fight getting canceled yep. because someone was sick. So we all ended up with one single care. And yeah, we all tied for last because none of us got it right. We picked Ricky Simone and he was, he started out real well.
2: You know, it's so rare for me to be here. I, I really need to talk to John to find out how to comport myself being in last place. Cause John has got so much more experience with it than I have. So I just gotta, I'm going to follow his lead here. Cause I don't really know. Again, you know, you're you're I'm, a, I'm a little, your I'm i I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm the little red caboose.
3: Yeah. constantly last yeah. you remember, yeah. you remember four yeah. weeks ago when you were last for like three week months in a row i I, yeah.
2: I remember last week i remember that i remember being in the winner's circle steph and i oh it was drinks and champagne it was great it was great to be there yeah. and the week before too in actual fact i that was also great that was great but this this last place thing i don't i'm
3: not winning so fight nights that's just that's that's just sad. <laughs> um, and, but uh back to this i i mean i was uh i was impressed with it on because i thought it was clear cut that he was winning the fight it, the the longer it went on he took he started taking more and more over the fight and then and then the, by the fourth round and simone was especially at the end when he got knocked down it was he was uh on borrowed time
1: yeah um that first,
3: yeah, I love that. I love that expression.
1: Borrow time. Yeah. I like that. First round yeah. was oh, man, I'm really. I'm never giving it back. Yeah. First round yeah, was exactly. pretty good for Ricky Simone though. Um, the first round that, that was probably his only round where he looked dominant. Mm. After that, Sonia Dong took over. Um, He was, he mm. was definitely ringing that bell a few times before the, the unfortunate end for Ricky Simone. Um. <clears throat> Song Yadong has been a little hit or miss lately, especially in his defense. But wow, he looks to have shored yes. that right up, wouldn't you say?
2: Yeah, uh, it leaves me wondering kind of what happens to Ricky Simone after at this point, right? But you know, but yeah, Song dong looked great. So
3: I I missed about 30 my my uh head, my audio dropped out for a second there. So I didn't quite get Simone. Did he look good or bad? What did he say there?
1: Oh, I was saying that
2: in the f- I I said that I said that I'm great and you suck. That's what I said.
3: Well I wasn't yeah, I you I was hoping it dropped out. <laughs> I was trying to uh
1: what I was saying was <laughs> that in the first round, that was probably the only mm. round where Ricky looked really good. He definitely had that first round. But as you said, as the fight wore on, Song definitely turned things around. And he turned around his defense because up to this point, he'd been kind of hit or miss with that and was easy to tag, was easy, especially easy to take down. And he seems to have fixed that.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he actually did a lot of ducking and leaving on Song. The other thing, too, is he just... He does a really good job of mixing up his, uh, what he's throwing, mm-hmm. which is, and he also does something. He throws that wild flailing overhead, right? Everyone like, it's like an old Gomi, Dan, Dan Henderson side overhand, right? And you know, cause I don't see it as much anymore, but he, cause he mixes everything up. It still works. It comes out of left field, I think for a lot of guys. So I don't, yeah, he just, yeah. I was, I was, you know, for, it's not like it's an earth shattering performance where he just wipes the mat with someone, but you know, Samoa's a good fighter. And that was a really very solid performance because not only did he, like I said, he didn't, you know, it wasn't like he just stormed through him which sometimes you see, but he was clearly in control of 90% of the fight and then finished it. When, when he's, when the, when the, everything started rolling downhill for Ricky, you know, Saddam took advantage of that. So it's, uh, that uh, that was just an excellent, excellent performance. And for a guy too, that we've seen, you know, we've followed and cared about for a long time. He's, He's, he's pretty young. It's, it's obvious that uh, I at least I did. I probably underestimated what his potential was because I think he still has yeah. he's improved a lot and he's got room to you'd be at the very top of maybe not champion that's that's saying a lot but in that top 5 contender class for a while.
1: I got a question mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Song Yedong is 24 years old but he's already had What? A, yes. 24. Now let me finish. He's already had twenty eight fights that young. I don't like that. You know why? Because he's going to be washed before he's thirty. Twenty eight fights. I'm just shocked.
2: I'm just shocked. We're talking about a guy who was born in 1999.
1: Yes, he's twenty four.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. He's twenty five. He. I'm sorry. I. have they were wrong on the broadcast they kept calling him 24 he's actually 25 so yeah 25 yeah, okay. with 28 fights
2: I mean, he's younger than my oldest daughter <laughs> I could have changed I could have changed his kid's diaper I can't believe it anyway <laughs> sorry
1: so, <laughs> so I, I look at that
2: you and- know I was rolling I was rolling with I was rolling with a kid yesterday and he was like I was born in 2006. Oh You're you kidding me, right?
3: <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a question. Unbelievable. Are the vast, I guess the question is for his, because that, that's a lot of fights MMA, but if the vast majority in the first few years, and, and he's you know, almost like he's taking him with sparring sessions and he's just rolling through people. Although, yeah, I think a lot of his losses. So I wonder how many rewards in his early days or how many people he just rolling through. Because if he's rolling through a lot right, of guys in right, right. a lot of fights, it's not as bad, but if there's a lot of wars, that's when he starts getting in uh,
1: let's trouble. see here. He had,
3: yeah.
1: he had, um, let's see, his third fight w- went to decision. Um, and then his fifth fight went to decision and he lost it. Uh, that was back in 2014. Um, he had another win. Here's another win. And this one he lost. Here's another one. He's, you know what? He's got he's got a lot of decisions here, you know. Not a lot, mm. but you know, a fair amount early on too.
3: Mm-hmm. that's, not, that's the, not a year. You don't want to see
1: that. He's been in the UFC for five years. Wow, five freaking yeah. years! Yeah, but uh, he's doing yeah. well. But see, here's well, the that's
2: because he's he's young, so that they're paying him with in with uh with uh Twizzlers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's the thing uh, that that tells me that he's still kind of young and green is one of the things that made me choose Ricky Simone is because Ricky Simone was on a very good run over really good guys. And just two years ago, Song Yedong lost to freaking Kyler Phillips, So that, that, I mean, that was not too far back, just three fights back. And then he takes a grappling match. He loses that. And then he takes the fight with Sandhagen. And that was his last fight before this one. And he lost that too. So there Mm -hmm. is, there has been room to grow for him. And it is clear that he went back to the drawing board. You know what? Uriah Faber is a good coach. I'll Mm -hmm. give him that. He's a good coach so uh, i'll definitely give him his flowers there all right so let's get to the co-main event which was also a good fight i i definitely care about kayo barayo um this i mean every single fight of his is good but it also shows his progression and he's made market improvements. He doesn't let anybody get in on that first punch anymore. The last two fights he's been like that. So I I kind of like Mm. seeing his improvement. Eugene, you got to love a quick submission like that.
2: Yeah. It's, it's always solid. And yeah, it's nice to see. I have to say, I have to say it, it almost snatched, what is it, victory from the jaws of defeat for me because I angrily tapped out to the fight with that heavyweight matchup earlier on in the card. Mm-hmm. Like I was dutifully watching and I looked at these heavyweight. you know, I don't want to be unkind, but you know, uh, just let me, let me say that like, I, I, I was pretty much done watching guys who I wouldn't watch if they were doing it where I train, right? So uh, I was out and then I started seeing Mr. Izzy's Twitter stuff, like oh, the fights are getting better. So then I go back in, but in total, I have to say the quick submission and the Song fight weren't enough to change my general impression that uh, that this was a, a tough night of fights for those with eyes.
1: I, I should I should denote that when I say quick submission, it was quick into the round. It was in the second round, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was at the two forty nine minute mark, but he had just been. You know, he was in there and he was doing work. And it seemed quick to me yeah. because of how dominant he was. I really enjoyed the Correct. fight. Uh, I Kyle Barayo is a care for me. He needs a top 15 opponent. He's mowing everybody down. Yes, And M- Mikhail Alexichuk yep. was a pretty decent opponent for him. So let's give him top 15 um, competition. John, what did you think of so the So you, you,
2: you were you you were burned out in misery by the time we got to the co-main.
1: I didn't watch all the fights. You know, I got ah, in okay. On so him. you
2: you saved yourself. I
1: did. I got. I came in, and so I was I was watching. Okay, I did not watch Haley Cowan and Jamie Lynn Horth, and I did not watch Marcus no. McGee and Journey Newsom. I came in at the Irina Alexeva fight. I tapped out on yes. Cody Durden and Johnson because it was awful. You know, there was some fights on here that, that I I was I was you know they were on, but I wasn't focused on them at all. But there were a few that caught my attention. This next one. Rodolfo Vieira and Cody Brundage. Yes. That was a good fight. Yeah. It certainly was. That was a good fight. Cody Brundage had some moments, but Rodolfo Vieira he persevered and, and pulled out that really nice arm triangle. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yep. And yep, and then yep. Vieira's speech yep, was after good. was pretty good too. So, John, did you get to see either Barayo or Vieira's fight?
3: I I saw the last three fights. So I came in it was very entertaining because it was only the last three. I had no interest in this card. But Vieira's was – that was a nice setup. I actually want to ask Eugene about that because that was really kind of clever the way he – he let him, kept going back to give up his back, mm-hmm. but then go back into the arm triangle, and I'm like, it's, I, yep. I mean, I don't, I don't know how common that is, that you can set a guy up, that his, you can let him roll out of something, but he only can roll out of something right into something else, so I thought oh, that was... all the time. Okay, look at that. Oh, look at that. And when you're like a weight belt like me, it's, <laughs> it's impressive, so... It's,
2: well, uh, I'm, I'm still getting ju- I'm still I'm still getting juked by that, that move, you know. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, wait a minute. I I'm sensing if I oh, I'm supposed to go, like is it right or left?" And then, oh! choked out, <laughs> you know. There's a there's fire another fry, black man. Go you go. With. Yeah, he just gets me with it every time. As and even if I go the right way, he's got something else waiting down that alleyway.
3: It sucks. I hate it. <laughs> That's that Scilia or silly, I don't know how you pronounce that in German. Mm. or whatever the greek myths god now you know i don't know my greek myths but anyways uh the Mm. choices your options are very limited that was really impressive that was not the way you set that up and you're like this guy is screwed because every time he he gets out of it he's just into something worse so it's back and forth so i knew that i found Mm. that fascinating and then i saw the the comb again a co event is it really a co event? (laughs) and they call everything a co but uh the brawl Baro
1: Barello
3: Brio, sorry. Yeah. Brio, fight. I thought, uh, no, 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 a- no, 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 no. Let, 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 let's let him try to pronounce it. <laughs>
2: Brio. Uh
1: Well, you nice. know, there's what? actually two pronunciations because they also say Bojaleo. So you could oh, actually see, like, like, say Bojaleo yeah, if yeah. that's easier.
3: The, the the Brazilian double. Is the Brazilian R and H? I thought the, it's only one R was the H sound.
1: I heard bo- them saying Boholio, so I don't know. Oh, I've been okay. saying bo- bo- Ohio because I, bo- I assume that's how you say it with a double R, but they were saying it the other way, so I'll just put them both out there. Uh, okay, I'm
3: going to call him Bo. Choose yeah, right your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> Boho. We'll call him Boho. That'll be his nickname. Just call oh, him CB. That should, that should be his nickname.
1: But uh,
3: mm-hmm. That was, no, that was an impressive. That was, it was nice. Some nice hand fighting. So that was that entertaining, I thought. And then, of course, the last event was it was a really good fight so to me the perfect way to watch and obviously really because the rest of the fights were pointless to me and i and i saw on twitter uh i and uh you know a, a knuckles freeman mm-hmm. talking about how bad the heavyweight and i go well that's the mistake you watched it yeah if you didn't watch yeah. it you wouldn't have yep. to put up with it knuckles that's the biggest yeah. mistake you made was tuning into that so
2: yeah
3: i don't know you know every now you just say I want to see the
2: big boys, and then I, I was like, oh, I am out.
1: <laughs> you can yeah. only watch the big boys if they're in the top five.
3: Yeah, you only you only watch. I think, that, I think that's I think that's a good rule. Yeah. And when you when you look at their, when you hear people talking about how he's knocked out seven people straight, and they're like, okay, that's a guy I want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. it's like, Fabricio, this guy's one of the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys. Okay, I got to see that. Hey, yeah, yeah. so right, 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 right. you no.
1: mentioned Fabricio. And there is a photo circulating around social media. that God, he's got out of shape. Wow, he got in tremendously good shape. He is ripped to shreds. I have never seen mm. Fabricio look lean before. He is, I mean, Eugene, you can count his six-pack. Fabricio, sure. a 6 uh, yeah, know. You know, you you
2: you count mine too. You know, you, I yeah, mean, but you're right always right in now.
1: shape. That's a different
2: no, story. No, no, not right now. I just gotta. I stood oh, on the scale on. the other day. I stood on the scale. Uh, <laughs> let me just let me say there was a reason my gi doesn't fit anymore.
1: Oh really, Eugene? You yeah. have
2: always and I don't think been it's, in I don't the think best thing.
3: You, you traded in your six-pack for a keg? Is that what you're
2: telling me? He doesn't drink. I'm 232. I'm, I'm 232.
1: What do you normally this run is, around
2: at? Before surgery, I was 212. Oh. Uh, wait, how tall are you? 6'2"? Six 6'1". Six oh, two, see, I'm, I, I'm a little taller.
1: Wait, did you shrink? Because once before, you told me 6'2". Are you in between? No,
2: six one. I'm six one and a half. That's the tallest uh, that's I've ever been. Was six that's one
3: what, and a half. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. A, I'm an inch taller than you, but I'm I'm si- I'm two twenty three right now.
1: Yeah, but you've been oh, sick. What?
3: Yeah. yeah,
1: you've been sick though. You have. No I, more
3: no, I can't
2: well. believe I weigh more. than I can't believe I I'm the heaviest person on this show. Now that's great.
3: Well, well that's,
1: the team, you know what? Remember, muscle weighs thirty percent more than fat.
3: Oh, yeah, that's my ah, – Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah well, that's yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's – it's – I actually haven't been eating. I eat fairly healthy, but that's the big thing is because of all my health things, I can't work out, and I've been converting all my muscle to, to just – I'm just soft. God, I'm soft. It's, it's just sad how soft I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, it's disgusting. You know. Yeah, it's not – yeah, I used to get up to 50 so. – do 50 push-ups a morning. No, Now I'm like, get up, and I, I got to decide. I start doing my push-ups. I either do three or 30, and that's it. There's only <laughs> two options. On, I do three, and I'm like, okay, elbows done. I'm I, done. I, next day, we'll I, like, I up, can pass it up. Right, right, right. right. <laughs>
1: All right, let's All get right. to the next fight, because this one, was a, this one was a happy surprise. It was a very quick one, a true quick one. It only took a minute and 41 seconds for Fernando Padilla to knock out Juliana Rosa. However, I disagreed with this stoppage. It was very fast. Juliana Rosa was up and trying to swing when the ref inexplicably stepped in and stopped it. Now I will say this: he had got, he had been knocked down. He'd gotten up. They were fighting. He got knocked down again. And he had already gotten up and was trying to swing when the ref stepped in and said, you know, that's it. And while mm-hmm. the outcome might have been predicted, you know, from those two knockdowns, uh, he was nowhere mm-hmm. near being out. And that was a bad call. That's that's my opinion on that fight. But mm-hmm. Fernando Padilla's uh, speech at the end was really nice. Um I never like to see him cry. I I don't know why. It just makes me uncomfortable. But when he cried, I one felt like it was real. The emotion, and two, he ch- immediately tried to stop. You know, he was like furiously pawing at his eyes and trying to get himself under control. And so I appreciate what was he
2: crying him. about? I, 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 he had I didn't. See he had won.
1: He had won. This was the guy that came in on like two days' notice because. Yes.
2: The, yeah. But why he was he's was, he was crying because he won?
1: Yeah, he was like he came in on three days notice. He got the really quick finish and he just immediately was overcome. And he was trying really hard to push it down. Like, yeah, it was almost like I was expecting him to punch himself in the face. Don't cry. Don't cry. And he he got himself, (laughs) he got himself under control really quick, but it was, it was kind of, um, I don't know. It just seemed very real. Especially the way he was trying to get it under control. That's all. Yeah. So you know, lie, they should have had me
2: interview. They should have had me interview him after you get out of the cage. <laughs>
3: That'd have been very <laughs> helpful. nobody I,
2: I, I would know, come lie, back. You, you're Nan- you're, you're Nancy. What's the matter with you?
3: <laughs> no, there's no crying in an MMA. It's like the Tom Hanks
2: yeah. Stuff. Sorry, ba- ba- bouncing the mic off his head. Come on, are you gonna cry now? Are you gonna cry again, <laughs> baby? <maybe? laughs> you're, you're,
3: you're gonna be a great Santini, and so you bring an him- odd oh, no, Yeah, gonna- exactly. Oh, can you cry? What's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one because I started watching after, but I because the other the next fight I didn't start. I read to just watched the fight, and I kind of see where the ref came from, even though it was you know it was a quick stoppage. But he had gotten he got knocked down just a few moments before viciously. Yeah. looked like he was almost out of it. So when he dro- got dropped again, I think the ref was just waiting to step in. And I think it in only those, in hindsight does it look bad.
1: In those instances, though, I yeah. mean. If you're going to ref a fight, I don't know, maybe do a little a little research on the two fighters you're going to ref because Julian e. Rosa is known for getting tagged early and coming back. He is durable as all get out. And that was I think that is why so many people were upset at that stoppage because he's known for being the comeback kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, that pissed yeah, yeah, me yeah.
1: off right. because when I saw that Who
3: was I, who was the ref? Was the ref? Uh,
1: let me open it up and see. I I want to see.
3: I don't. I don't remember. I just. I, I've been watching a lot of boxing lately, more than MMA recently, and I, I. just. It just. It as a boxing stoppage. It felt like. Oh yeah, he's gonna stop that.
1: Um, hang on. Let me see something here. Uh, John, who normally has the ref information? Is it? Is it fight um, matrix?
3: No, Fight Matrix doesn't list the rep. Who does uh, Well, you know MMA Decisions might have it on there.
1: Let me see if USC Stats has it uh, since that used to be. Yeah. Um All right. So we are looking for this one. Referee Chris Taoni.
2: Hmm. But
1: he's had I generally
2: I, like him, but yeah, yeah he's he's
1: not, normally a really good ref, but he definitely stepped in there a little too soon, in my opinion. So,
2: mm, yeah, yeah, who knows? Maybe he had to go. Maybe the buffet table was calling him. I don't know.
1: Oh no, but he's not a fat person, so I wouldn't even say that. No,
2: I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying because oh. I've I've eaten backstage there sometimes.
1: Oh, you oh know, I got the buffet
2: you. thing is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he might
1: have been hungry. You never know. Maybe he missed a meal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm telling you, you know.
1: All right, we're going to get to Marcos Rogério de Lima versus Waldo Cortez Acosta. If you heard that and you said, Jesus Christ, you're right. And let me tell you, the bacon weights went out there and they performed. And you imagine cold bacon grease. It was like they were waiting through that to fight each other. It was an awful fight. I... Only had it on, you know, in the peripheral on my TV while I did other stuff. But I did look up a few times and see that it was freaking awful. I mean, it was like they were fighting underwater. I just hated the fight entirely. Entirely. Yep. It was terrible.
2: Yep, yep.
1: The fight before yep. that. Trey no, no, no,
2: no arguments here.
1: The fight before that, Trey Waters and Josh Quinlan, in the very end, they got busy. But that fight for the large part, was awful. Um, Martin.
2: Yeah, I kept thinking of a phrase, a phrase that, that a Goldman Sachs guy used once with me, and it was like, either either you're stupid or you think I'm stupid. And when I was watching that fight, I was like, I started thinking about that. It's like, you know, Baldwin, you're not, no, 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 sorry, I got stuff to do. You know, <laughs> fine, good for you. I'm glad you could book it. I'm not
1: watching it. Uh, ditto... Martin Boudet and and Jake Collier. Yes. I mean, that that was another, yep. you know, it was filler, as John says. It was it was fluff. And boy, their, yep. their, their their middles were pretty fluffy too. But anyways, Martin Boudet took the unanimous decision. Cody Durden and Charles Johnson was absolutely awful. Awful fight. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want, I, I don't, I I know Cody Durden.
2: And it was reflected. It was reflected in Durden's speech. He's like trying to rally people, like yeah, people are just he like. trying eh, to rap. Eh.
1: And yeah. listen, if you have some great rap or some great poem or some catch line you want to say up there <laughs> yeah. on the mic, catch your freaking breath first or save it for the yeah. presser. yeah. Because having you huffing and puffing, trying to spit out one line and then take 14 breaths in between. Yeah, yeah. the pacing, timing. It was terrible. So and and it matched the fight. It was awful. Yep. And I know that he called for a top 15 guy and he probably deserves one. But he fights like that every time he gets in there. And I don't care if he never moves off uh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. um the only other um f- the last fight that i actually saw was irina alexiva taking on stephanie egger listen i know alex oh you
2: mean you mean the russian ronda
1: yeah you know what she is a little undisciplined in some regards especially the way that she likes to like when she comes in to punch when Stephanie Eger gave her some countering back, she would back up and then spin. Back up, spin. It happened like yeah, three, yeah, four yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part I didn't like. But what I did like was she's aggressive, she hits hard, and her Sambo is on point. On point.
2: Yeah, that, that was slick. I liked it. I liked the that, the roll out, it. The way she
1: dove in cool. for that knee bar and got it so fast. I mean, she, yep, was, yep. she is like a pit bull. So I I did like that. And I will watch her because I want to see where she goes. She is super aggressive. So the two that I did not see... Um, I wish I had seen Marcus McGee and Journey Newsom because Marcus McGee got a quick submission and Marcus McGee has a pretty good resume for his, you know, short as it is. He's got a decent enough resume and to come in on super short notice, another one, he was, I think he was shorter notice than for, um, you know what? Padilla wasn't the short notice fight. It was this one. I'm sorry. See, that's how much attention I paid to it. it this mm-hmm. was the short notice fight. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he went in there and, and did the damn thing. But right before this, he had uh, he had a, a big win in LFA. And right before that, he had one in some little tiny promotion, but he's good. You know, I I went back and I checked out the highlights from it and he looks great. So uh, not somebody I'm going to care about right away, but somebody that I might eyeball his progression. And then the Mm, final mm, fight, mm. the opening fight, Jamie Lynn Horth defeating Haley Cowan. Didn't watch it. Don't care. So.
2: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Goes with the territory.
1: (laughs) All right. We got to break down UFC 288, but we need something first. Eugene.
2: Cry babies, bedwetters, greedy bread gobblers, work shy individuals, malingerers, fault finders. This has less to do with your skills and talents as a fighter and much more to do with the marketing have to wait. Put behind you by the overlords of the now no longer failed folks, IPO folks at Endeavor and or the Baldwin and the Oof C. Look, <laughs> if you don't like being on the don't care side of the equation, the solution is simple. Fight an exciting fight. Until then, don't come crying to us bedwetters.
1: All right. So... UFC 288, as always, we are working from the topology quick sheet. From the bottom up, bout order is subject to change. We have 14 bouts, but by the time the fights get here, I bet we'll have 12, 11. I mean, it seems like fights are falling off cards like crazy lately. It's been every single card. So... Mm -hmm. first fight bantamweight matchup daniel santos versus johnny muñoz jr don't care don't care uh bantamweight's great and these guys are you know somebody that we will want to keep an eye on in the future but they're not on my radar right now
3: i don't want to keep on that but in the future i think they're just they're just more fights
1: yeah uh at 185 we have claudio ribiero taking on joseph holmes don't care
3: yeah i don't care john no no, no i've drawing a blank on the name right now so <laughs> nope
1: uh this next fight is kind of funny to me because zalga zumagulov is the one that tried to retire and then was gonna go sign with Ahmad, a- i believe and then magically unretired. Oh, it was, he, he retired after the other guy did. And the other guy was going to go sign with Akhmat and they were like, oh, okay. So when the next guy tries to do this same thing, we're going to be like, okay, sure. Retire, but we're not get- granting you your release because that's what the other guy did. So Zalga Zumagalov tried to retire and then he magically unretired when you know they 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 were like okay no problem but we're not granting a release so now how
3: long wait how long ago did he retire because just uh, a couple of
1: months like I want to say six five six months ago it was, was that after the
3: Johnson fight or was that after a different fight
1: um it was this
3: on. this guy's been just indist- I I'm just thinking they keep him in the UFC to punish him now because isn't this guy on a ridiculous losing streak like
1: I want to say it was this one though let me let me just Zalgas zumagulov." uh retires let's see if that brings it up yeah he uh, tried to retire November 22nd that's when our, our stories were up on it yep he announced it on uh, uh, the 20th What's
2: that? I love part. when these guys reti- retire and nobody cares
1: <laughs> and he is on a terrible st- you know in his last six fights he's only won one of them
3: yeah, I don't even know why you had to retire. You just go, listen, I stink. Let me go.
1: They probably yeah, would have yeah, said yeah. okay, but nope. So he is taking on um, Rafael Estevem. And I don't care about this fight. Even at 125, when most fights are cares there, I don't care about this one. Gentlemen.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I I think this kid's a, content, like a contender. Prospects, so he's probably pretty good, but I don't care. I mean, there's just yeah. a guy yeah, that's yeah, made yeah. losses, a young guy. Just nope, don't care. He's yeah, gonna I'm be one
1: caring. that we just keep our eye on and see how he goes.
3: Even then, I don't it, I don't know if uh, Zolgus has any interest even putting up a, sh- a fight. So yeah. it's like he could blow the guy out. And you're like, well, what does that prove?
1: Exactly. All right. Next up at one eighty five, we have Ikram Aliskarov. Taking on Phil Hawes. I don't care. It's not relevant at all. At all.
2: No. Yep. Don't no. care.
1: No. All right. Next up, Parker Porter versus Braxton no. Smith.
3: Peter Porker, Spider Ham.
1: And and Braxton Smith, or Eugene, you probably know this since you know you've got a a, a small child, uh, Braxton Hicks. <laughs> It's a contraction. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you Braxton needs oh, yeah, contractions. There
2: you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. his name is Braxton Smith, but I would never want to be named Braxton.
2: <laughs> I don't care
1: about this. <laughs> well, these. who was the
2: singer? Uh,
1: Tony Braxton. Oh,
2: who, who,
3: uh, Tony. Tony, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I was going to drive you She crazy was lovely. She's still very pretty.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah. this is heavyweights, weights. I don't care. Anybody care?
3: If they're not wearing T-shirts, I don't want to watch it. (laughs) No, I I, I learned my lesson.
1: All right. Next up, I know John's going to care about this fight. It matters, and one of his favorite gals is on it. Verna Jandiroba is taking on Marina Rodriguez. Woo! That's a fight right there, and I care. I'm taking Marina.
3: I, I care too, but the problem with uh, – I like Verna, but every time I, I – always pick wrong with her. Sometimes I'll go against her, and then she'll win, and then she'll teach me my lesson, and then I'll yeah. score, and then she loses. Class, classic gict. Yeah, right. so – but I, I I think it's it, it's almost a coin – I, I kind of – I'm leaning to Marina, but I'm going to stick with the gal that brought me, and that's Verna. So right. I, I'm, I'm learning my lesson
1: hey she wrong. could she could absolutely win this this is a she could, I, I think it's fight. almost a
3: coin toss, but I'm leaning intellectually I'm leaning marina, I think, but i every time I do that, I'm wrong with Myrna, so I'm sticking to Verna
2: eugene yeah yeah she's she she she's juked me a few times before as well, but I like her,
3: so I'm gonna pick her
1: all right, so Jandaroba. all right, uh-huh. and I am taking Rodriguez. All right. and,
3: and she's one of the few Brazilian fighters that doesn't like. That's not a Bolsonaro fan, I right? I know.
1: That's that's one that's, of your big things for her.
3: Yeah. Well, that's we gotta yeah, protect that's those. Good. That's they're very rare. That's a very <laughs> limited number of people like that. So.
1: All right. Next up, we've got Chaos Williams taking on Rolando Bedoya at welterweight. Don't care.
2: Yeah, you know, it fool me once shame on you will be twice shame on somebody else I'm not I don't care
3: John I, I mean I yeah. chaos was a long care but he's kind of uh, he's faded out of, I mean he's he's he had one or two wins about being back in again especially if he gets some uh, a good performance but no he's out that who did he lose last time that Brown right Randy Brown wasn't uh-huh. that the last guy we saw him lose to just a yeah like yeah, a, yeah yeah that was a oh wait that was a while ago like, no it, uh, it
1: wasn't it was Randy Brown <laughs> it was just last year it's been a year ago
3: yeah well that's why I mean years a while ago in the yeah. fight business so yeah okay and the only reason I remember Randy Brown's name is because you know the singer <laughs> <it>? oh.
2: anyways.
3: <laughs> anyways that's it that's that's uh, that's the that's all the knowledge I have on this so no don't care
1: now this next fight at 205 it's not relevant but it could be a lot of fun And if you are one of the people that follow this show for the um, fight and exciting fight aspect, this is an exciting fight, but it's not relevant by any means, um, at least in this current juncture. But it's Devin Clark versus Kennedy and Jukwu. Now, I will be already sitting here. And if somebody were to ask me, what's a fight that I could watch that's guaranteed banger? This might be a banger. It's not relevant, though, so I'm not going to care.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, and I, I'm soft on Kennedy There's also a potential anyway. for
1: it to not be a banger. That's the, that's the razor's edge this fight dances on. So, yeah, but my, Kennedy's my probably, got big yeah. power. Kennedy has huge power. So, anyway.
3: I don't yeah, know. I just I can't. Devin, I mean, the problem with Devin Clark, people can like him. He's enjoy. He's a guy that wins and loses every other yes, fight in the UFC yes. for a long-ass time, and and I'm, I am uh, me, just me personally. I'm here to see the the cream rise to the top and see who can hold the top spot. And that just he's kind of, but you could, I you know, I'll, if he's on, he's he's the type of guy I won't turn the channel. I'll be like, oh yeah, this is fairly entertaining.
1: I don't know. I just think that Kenny yeah. has found his footing. You know, he he came in yeah, on, on a good yeah. run. He came in on a very good run and then he met Paul Craig and Paul Craig got, you know, one of those buzzer beater submissions in the last 20 seconds of the fight. And then he goes on a three fight yeah. run. He beat Carlos Ulberg. He handed Carlos Ulberg his first loss. He beat Danilo Marquez mm-hmm. and Darko Stojic. And then he ran into Dawon Young and Nikolai Negomoranu. And he lost those and they were, uh, one was, you know, a a knockout in the first round and the other one was a split. And then he comes back and he Mm. beats Carl Roberson. That's a good win. And he beat Iwan Kutalaba. (laughs) I mean, he beat the stuffing out of Iwan.
3: That's the one I remember. Yeah.
1: So the last two fights, he has won very convincingly. I think this has a lot of potential to be fun. You know, I mean, Kennedy hits like a truck. So anyways, if you are of that mind and you just want to fight for slanging and banging, that's your fight. All right. Next up, uh, Devin, I'm sorry, uh, Drew Dober versus Matt Frivola. I absolutely care about this fight. It is relevant. Drew hits like a truck and Matt Frivola has good grappling and good hands. I am taking Frivola because he has more paths to victory. But I would not be surprised if if Drew starches him because, boy, he's got dynamite. But I'm taking Frivola.
2: Yeah, I I keep picking against Drew, and uh, it keeps not working out for me. So I'm actually going to – I'm going to give him a chance to go gicked on me, so I'm going to pick him on this fight.
3: Dober.
1: All right. John.
3: Uh, I gotta go with Dover. I mean, look at that face. Look at those eyes so deep. You go swimming in them. Nope, gotta go with them.
1: (laughs) He's got that lantern jaw. He is very, very handsome. It's it's
3: disturbingly attractive for a fighter. Like, wait, you should be taking more damage in the face. You know what? what What's crazy (laughs) is he
1: gets in these brawls and he does get hit a lot. And something, his nose must be made of titanium because his nose is perfect still. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> anyway, next up, Eugene, this is going to be of some, some interest to you. Charles Jourdain is taking on Cron Gracie. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, uh,
2: interesting. Uh, that's an interesting fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dialed in. Uh boy. Well, you, I'm dialed in. So let me think, and you guys pick, but I. I I want to pick against Kron, but I I don't know if that's wise.
1: I'm picking against Kron. Listen, I know that this is set up. um, This is a testing ground for him. Charles Jordan is not going to be easy. I, I, I don't. And Kron's been gone for a while. Let's see here. Charles has lost his last two fights, but he won the two before that. And then he lost one before that. One one lost one, one one. Okay, he is one of those. Win lose, win lose, win lose. Yeah, I'm going you know what? Hmm. Uh,
3: I'll give Charles Jordan credit on one thing, though. I think he's fighting pretty tough guys. Yeah. The, I will yeah get, I'm, gonna, and...
1: I'm gonna take Jordan. Um, I think that um Kron won't be he's a super tough guy. Yeah, I'm gonna take Jordan. John? Eugene?
3: I... For me, I, I'm not going to – it's close, but it's really – it's an, it's not relevant. Jordan fell out of the top 40. He's been on a couple fight losing streak. He's just not – It's he's close to it. He's still got talent, but it – and Kron's been gone for a long time. So just on a relevancy thing, it's like I, I can't – I'm not too excited for it until – I mean, I'll watch it probably. and Maybe in the end result I'll be like, wow, that was a lot better than I thought. But I just – with Kron being gone for so long, it's just not – You know not like what's I'm funny? Really
1: is that they brought Kron in because of the, le- you know, he's the son of the legendary Hickson. And I will admit that I care about Cron Gracie fights because of who his father is. I will Over not name, even yeah. pretend because I don't think that Cron has a high ceiling. However, I will watch every single fight he has because of Hickson.
3: Well, they got to they got to start doing what they were gonna do with a uh, you know Peter Bell or Gracie, uh, and also what they did with Hodger Gracie is just find better people and just give them the Gracie name.
1: <laughs> That's
3: the most talented. Okay, so, uh, you get. all right, so John's not gonna Jordan. care.
1: I care. I am picking Jourdain. John's past. He doesn't want to give it a care. I do care. I'm picking
2: I think I think I, th- I think Jordane's a smart pick.
1: Yeah, okay. So you and I are picking Jourdain. John is passing. All right. Next up. I like this fight a lot. Movsar Evloev versus Bryce Mitchell at 145. That's a good fight. Um Honky Tonk Bryce <laughs> He might be crazier than a shithouse rat, but let me tell you, dude can fight, and he's good on the ground, but Movsar Evloev might have the wrestling that will just stop him in his tracks, so I'm going to take Evloev.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not going to take Flatter. I'm not going to take Flatter.
3: (laughs) Well, I think he's gonna to be too preoccupied with falling off the earth. He'd be worried about it. if I get too far over the cage, <laughs> it might fall off. So it'd be you'd be distracted yeah. by that. Thinking of, yeah, you know.
1: So, John, I assume you're taking a vloev as well. Yeah,
3: yeah. I almost got a bizarre. I wonder if the UFC just got tired of Mitchell's weirdness and like they're beating them to guys they think they can beat them though.
1: Could be. Um, but that's a winnable fight for Bryce too, though. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Bryce wanna... is a really talented guy. Maybe yeah. he was. It, it depends on his last fight. I mean, he got an ass kicked, but maybe he was sick like he said he was. Yeah. He'll come a completely different guy.
1: This will be the, the, the only fight I give him the benefit of the doubt and... and that he might be able to pull something out, but I honestly think Movsar is going to mow him down. And,
0: so, and
3: Bryce too is yeah, one of those guys. Yeah. That he has, you know, you know, people always say, "Oh, you guys politics." I hate Bryce's. I mean, he has some of the most just crazy, insane, stupid beliefs possible. But I don't. Yeah. I, I still yeah. like watching him fight. I'm willing to. I'm willing to ignore his insanity to watch him fight.
1: All right. So next up, we get to a high level. Ladies' bout at straw weight. Jessica Andraj taking on Yan Xiaonan. I I don't... Hmm. I don't know if I like this a whole lot. Because Yan Xiaonan mm-hmm. is coming off of a majority decision win over McKenzie. And then she had the losses to Marina and Carla Esparza before that. And I mean, listen... Carla Esparza got her first knockout, or maybe this was her second. Carla Esparza managed to score a a TKO on her. Carla Esparza got a TKO Mm -hmm. over this gal. And then Marina Rodriguez, she went to split decision with Marina. She wins the majority over McKenzie. I think Jessica Andrade is going to be way too much for her. So I'm going to take Andrade
2: yeah but so but what you're saying is you care right?
1: oh i absolutely care but mainly because of andrage because i'm not understanding why they matched her up with andrage because she's had a yeah real, i spotty know record um andrage lost to Aaron blanchfield but she was on a three-fight run before that
3: and Aaron has proven herself pretty good
1: yes so mm. i i have to take Andraj.
2: i don't know i i i I got to go with my gut.
3: I I'm, I'm not interested.
1: Okay, no problem.
3: Really? Okay. Um I I'm interested it's, uh, it's a relevant fight for the division. I'm
1: interested it's, because it's yeah. Andrade. And
3: she... That that's the other part. Yeah, yeah but... she's
1: a monster. <laughs> I
3: am not, I'm not super...
1: I, lo- I love and-
2: I love Andrade, but I'm just not the the matchup is not is not yeah. doing it for me.
3: Okay. Um I've got to go with, Andra. I mean, I, I, I'm leaning to a dodge. I like her and I, I think she would, but I'm not, maybe not as uh, confident in her victory as you, you sound. So, but I'm still going with her.
1: All right. Next up. Let's see here. Who do we have? We have the co-main event. Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns at 170. It should be noted. This is a five round fight.
3: Mm-hmm. 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 That changes a lot.
2: Crap.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ah, uh, that's I'm I'm picking Burns.
1: I'm picking Muhammad. Yeah, Burns styles makes
2: make fights. Make... I don't. I'm not. I'm not so in love with uh, with Bilal's style. So, yeah.
1: I I just like his wrestling a whole lot. Um, mm. he's, he's worked on his hands a good bit. I I'm not going to say his hands are tremendous. Uh, if it came down to hands, Gilbert wins this. Every day, all day. But since this is, you know, mixed martial arts, I mean, I think, I, I don't know. I'm I'm going to go with Bilal. Yep. How about you, John? You're the last one here.
3: Yeah, I'm, I, my gut, you know, I'm going to go back. I was back and forth on this, but uh, I kind of want to see Muhammad win, but I, I got I to gotta go with Burns. I mean, the two losses he has in recent, might be the only two losses, I can't think. But the, it was Uzman and, and uh, chimaya but it's like, that's... He's- pretty respectable that's your only losses so
1: well that, uh, he's, that's he's not just... his only losses uh, but uh, uh you know he he ha- has a loss to dan hooker he has a yeah. loss to michelle preseris he has a loss yeah to but, uh, recent
3: losses recent losses in the oh. last whatever several years dan hooker how long ago was that fight that was oh, like it's been five years ago yeah so, but yeah, the last few years he's been like tearing up people and the only guys that have beat, and, and he's, was competitive with Chamaya, very competitive. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with, I, I, think, I think Burns is going to screw up the, I, in fact, I'm kind of shocked. I hope Muhammad demanded extra cash to be in this fight because he's kind of like potentially sacrificing his position in the title shot division with this one. So, yeah.
1: All right, so we get to the main event. It's a good one. Aljamain Sterling taking on Henry Cejudo. Henry coming back after three years away, and he did get porky while he was away. Now, I'm not going to say he got grossly overweight. He did not, but he got chubby. He was definitely walking around in the 160, 165 range. He was quite chunky. But... He's been he's 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 a professional. I'm sure he'll come in on weight. But I'm looking at this, and Aljamain Sterling has looked tremendous lately. I you know I mm-hmm. I can't help but think that Aljamain, uh, being more active and taking good care of himself and. He's a, a beast as far as training. He's always, always training. So I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to give mm-hmm. this to Sterling. I do see the uh, argument for Henry, but I got to give it to Sterling. So, gentlemen.
3: Yeah, I, I'll go for uh, yeah. I go with Sterling. I mean, uh, so Hudo is imp- has an impressive record, but I'm not uh, his. The win against Demetrius Johnson was questionable let's put it that way and yes and, and then yes. And i'm not sure when he when he beat dillashaw um i'm not sure Dil- that was the best dillashaw possible even though you know right yeah. so it's um uh, but so hudo is good but people act like he's like another you know a lot of they're trying to sell him as an otherworldly talent i picked sterling
1: all right, so we've got sterling <laughs> <laughs> we've got Eugene you, you what's the matter with you
2: i I pick it Sterling as well, so
1: sterling all right yeah,
2: I just I just don't see Cejudo. i I you know three years out, he's a competitor non pare he's chopping it up with Johnny Boni Joni, and he's just you know, but um. I never underestimate. I mean, what, what what Sterling did between Jan one and Jan two showed me that uh, he really wants to be there, and so uh, I, I'm I'm not seeing him. Uh, I'm not seeing him take the easy way out on this one. You know, like you like Cejudo would have to actually murder him to win it, and I and that's the kind of guy you want to see him fight that you want to see fighting, right? So.
1: To access the bonus content of this show, you must be a paid subscriber. To do that, go to bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com and subscribe today.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Podcast Network production. Subscribe at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com. Give us your email and receive notifications when your favorite shows drop straight into your inbox. We're also found on a wide variety of podcast outlets, including SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Podcasts, MusicBee, RSS Radio, IMDb. And now, also found in your app store on apps such as Downcast, the Podcast app, Eyecatcher, Podcruncher, Podbean, and more. Just search for Bloody Elbow Podcast, and you will get brand new shows throughout the week, including the Care Don't Care Podcast, the Level Change Podcast, the Hey Not the Face Podcast, the MMA Vivisection Main Card and Prelims UFC Preview Shows, the Sixth Round Post Fight Show, Crookland's Corner, the Sixth Round Retro, The Show Money Podcast, The MMA Depressed Us, Exclusive Fighter Interviews, and The Return of the MMA Bunker.